want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. Episode 60. Mm-hmm. It's joke time. Okay. What is E.T. short for? Uh, I don't know what. Because his legs are so small. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. Huh. Don't know what that huge crash just was. We're going to pretend like that didn't there, happen. There's a crash in the background. <laughs> Apparently, we, a wall has fallen <laughs> over in the other room. But we're just going to keep recording. <laughs> so I was thinking about something uh, a few days ago. Okay. Do you remember early on in our relationship, probably <laughs> a year in, you um, called me your ex's name? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't have been a big deal, but it was during sex. <laughs> and you kept, you kept saying it over <laughs> no. and over again. <laughs> it wasn't. But yeah, that was awkward and I felt really it was, bad. It was hilarious. But because I felt so bad, it made it even more awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And it was when we were on our way to my mom's house for dinner. Mm-hmm. So it was like triply awkward. During sex. No, not at all. <laughs> But speaking of sex, I have something in my pocket. You do? Yeah. All right. What's in there? Um, Is there a hole in your pocket? So. (laughs) 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 I like when you're trying to be serious and I say some nonsense and it totally fucks you up. Yeah. It throws me off. I'm still kind of wondering what that crash was, to be honest with you. I think we lost a wall, people. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, through this whole weird COVID experience, Mm -hmm. um, some sales have skyrocketed. Yeah. Toilet paper, Mm -hmm. paper towel, Mm -hmm. hand sanitizer, meat, meat, Uh cleaning supplies, alcohol, alcohol, and sex dolls. (laughs) True story. That's interesting. They can't keep them on the shelf. And they said now they're seeing a shift in demographics. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be like just single men. Mm-hmm. And now it's couples wanting <laughs> to introduce a uh, a third partner into the bedroom <laughs> without risking COVID. COVID, COVID style. <laughs> That's fucking weird. <laughs> um, another thing. A story in the UK Daily Star also noted that couples are getting in on the action and said sex robots that breathe and have a heartbeat are on the way. Huh. Okay. Phasing me out over here. <laughs> that's that's odd. Yeah, it's weird. I don't I don't know what to think of that. And I this is the last thing I would think. I would think like, here's me over here, right? I'm like streaming services like hbo go is probably on the rise people mm-hmm. watching shows never so, would think like sex style uh, sales no. are are right. up so i gotta tell you what that thud was what was it 
My sex doll has arrived. <laughs> Pack your shit. <laughs> so, so you want to get into some music or you got something more to nope, talk about? That's perfect. All, All right. right, we're going to start with Hallucination Realized from Rochester with Liberated by Submission. All right. Then we're going to hear a new Ebony Sorrow song uh, off the latest album that was released in April called Withered Monument of a Fractured Utopia. And the song is The Blood Shall Mirror the Soul. My favorite track off of the new release, by the way.
Hey, this is Rick Dorff from Wolfpack 44, the Electric Hellfire Club, and Coven. And you're listening to Grim Dystopian, metal for your filthy earballs. So we had like summertime heat this week. Yeah. It was hot a couple days. Mm -hmm. And I'm not complaining because I love it. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be hot than be cold because I'm cold all the time. Are you going to stay in front of that mic? What are you doing over there? (laughs) I know. Sorry. I'm like bobbing my head everywhere. Um, it made me think the heat made me think of our trailer days. Yeah. Those are fucking, yeah. Brutal. Oh my God. We used to lay literally baking at night. It was like an oven. Oh, so bad. Um, but it got me on like memory lane. Mm Mm-hmm. We have so many hilarious stories from back in those days. Mm-hmm. Um, first, you had moved out from Webster to me out in Avon. Yep. And um, you at the time, well, not immediately, but shortly after that summer, you started working outside. Mm-hmm. Remember? Mm-hmm. And it was like one of the hottest summers yeah. ever and i remember you used to take like a one of those big gallon milk jugs yeah. of water to work with you every day yeah. you'd fill it up and whatever yeah so i saw you filling it up from the faucet <laughs> oh, yeah. and i was like oh um yeah we don't do that out here <laughs> like you gotta take water like bottled water <laughs> and you're like oh it's fine it's fine it's fine do you remember how sick you were uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I so. Got a, I got a parasite from that. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's why you're always fucking hungry. <laughs> um, and then there was another time, remember, I was bending down to get like a like a pot or a pan mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. and you were fucking with me, yeah. and you were standing right behind me, mm-hmm. so when I stood up, mm-hmm. like I raked your balls up <laughs> my back. Do you remember that? Yeah, I still feel it. You yelled, you ripped my balls! And you went running down the hallway, (laughs) punching both sides of the wall like fucking King Kong. (laughs) I did no such thing. (laughs) You ripped my balls! You were so mad. And all I did, I was like, what? I just fucking stood up. (laughs) And then you went running down the hallway like King Kong. Yeah, you did. You totally had a fit. I'll meet up. But that summer, that was a crazy summer. Mm-hmm. You were not in a good headspace. No. Well, you weren't in a good space mentally or physically. Yeah. You came home so dehydrated mm-hmm. every night mm-hmm. that you would hallucinate yeah. in the middle of the night. And it, it really freaked me out. Um, one time, I woke up and I looked over and you were in praying position, mm-hmm. literally kneeling next to the bed, <laughs> praying. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, it's going to happen. This motherfucker is finally going to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to kill me and bury me under the trailer. (laughs) Um, And you know, you have no recollection of that. And I Mm. I remember, I'm like, do I wake him up or do I just let him (laughs) do his thing? I don't know. Do I just pretend this isn't happening? Yeah. Like, he could have told me he was religious. We could have had an open conversation about it. Um, but you had no recollection of it. And then there was another time you woke me up freaking out. And you were like, 
there's mice crawling up the wall. Don't you see mice crawling up the wall? And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Yeah. I got the gold right here, Paul. <laughs> you were literally going insane. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun time. Yeah. That was a, yep. Spent the summer in. And then you had to lots. come home. Yeah. So on hot pavement in the sun, baking all day. Yeah. And then you had to come home and bake. Putting up like in the house, fifty foot light posts. Yeah, that was a lot of a lot of fun. Yeah, you were miserable. Yeah. I I got a, a mallet dropped on my head that summer. <laughs> oh, Luckily, yeah. I had a hard hat on. <laughs> <sighs> See the importance of PPE. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there was a time we were new to the neighborhood, um, and we went for a walk. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you were wearing black shorts, like uh-huh. cargo shorts uh-huh. with like the Velcro pockets. Yeah. And we're like waving to new neighbors and whatever. And everyone's <laughs> like looking at us really weird. And we're like, fuck these people. Yeah. Like. Well, they're fucking problem. Yeah. They're so rude. We get home after walking, I don't know, three or four miles. And we <laughs> find my hot pink underwear. Yeah. <laughs> were stuck to the Velcro uh, of your pocket uh, and we're just dangling and it was hot pink on black so mm-hmm. it was it wasn't like a pair of black underwear mm-hmm. they were hot pink mm-hmm. dangling from your pocket as you were walking down the street mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like all of these are you know making fun of me you can make fun of me there's plenty of stories about oh, you oh I know I know We'll get into that after this. Uh, Okay, we have a couple of Buffalo bands to play. We're going to start with Chelsea with Self-Realization and its Visceral Disappointment. And then after that, we're going to hear Scumfire with The Machine.
right, so let's talk about you now. Okay. The spotlight is on you. Mm, fun. So I remember a time when we lived in the trailer, and it was one of those fucking hot summer days. And I came in the bedroom, and <laughs> there was the most awful smell in there. <laughs> and it was in there for like 45 minutes. No, least. it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No. Yeah, it was. And you were in there folding clothes, and I was like, what is that smell in here? My stomach hurt. And <laughs> what did you tell me, though? <laughs> With a straight some, face. <laughs> something died. Something under. died under the trailer. Yeah. And you were looking under there. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was a couple of years later that you actually told me, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. <laughs> so your stomach hurts, so you just shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> Where else am I gonna do? Yeah. No, I, I was folding clothes. I didn't think you'd come in. I'm remind. I'm thinking about the time we're at dinosaur now. When oh. we walk through that shit. Oh. Was that you? No. Are you sure? I am 100%. I'm going to take you to the doctor. No, I promise. He's going to check your asshole. (laughs) (laughs) That was not me. But that... Oh. Mm -mm. That place was packed and there was nowhere to go. And somebody let out like one of those... It smelled like if a a corpse ate itself and then shit itself out. Oh. And it just... There was nowhere to go and it got thick. It was very thick. Yeah. Yeah. And what about the other time when we first met? <laughs> Are you gonna tell all my fart secrets? Yeah. What the fuck? They're they're good. They're good fart secrets. Yeah. All right. Well, then we're gonna get into yours too, because oh, I have shit. a couple fun ones about you. <laughs> <laughs> little popper. <laughs> That's a good one. We'll have to save a little popper. All right, but we're not saving the crying baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> We're so weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like we've trailed off now, but yeah. I want to say, for the record, that I have heard the loudest fart I've ever heard come out of a person come out of you, and my head was right by your butt when it happened. <laughs> And I laid there like... Yeah, with a fucking poker face. <laughs> you said you thought it was you. I thought, yeah, I thought I was hallucinating or something. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, we've successfully done a segment on farts. Yep. Gotta have the fart segment. <laughs> there was. I have to. All right. That one time... <laughs> You farted in bed, and I was like, did you just fart? And you were like, oh, no, it's a crying baby outside the window. Outside <laughs> the window. It's a random baby outside the window crying. <laughs> All right. Should we play some songs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Actually, I think Grandma's no. going to play a song. Yeah, that's right. So let's see what Grandma has in her pantry. Okay.
So that there was Windbreed from Rochester, uh, most prominent early to mid nineties. Cool. Yeah, um, that was off of their Into the Breed demo, and the song was Dimensions of the Chrome Rose. A uh, little about Windbreed. Not that I'm an expert, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, featured Tim Young on drums, who has also gone on to be in a million other bands. He was an Agile. Uh, played with Aurora Borealis, Decrepit Birth, Hate Eternal, uh, Morbid Angel, Pestilence, Nile, Vital Remains. Uh, there's just a huge oh, list. Right. <laughs> uh, I think he's currently with Am I Am Morbid with David Vincent. Cool. Um, and James Brodesser was on guitar. Mm -hmm. And Chris Dawson was bass, vocals, and some guitar, I think. And he's been in a bunch of stuff, Legend Death, from Astral Planes. Um, and he's, his current main thing, as far as I know, is Elusive Travel, mm -hmm. which is cool stuff. Very different from this. Yeah. But definitely worth checking out. Indeed. So Grandma's Pantry is going to be a, a segment that we feature, I think, weekly, unless we have a guest on that. Mm -hmm. um, I can't fit it on. Yeah. But it's going to be uh, just some older demo track from the past from Grandma's Pantry. I love it. All right. So a couple months ago, mm -hmm. the Tiger King series oh, yeah. like, took the nation by storm, right? Everyone's talking about it. Mm -hmm. um, so then I come across this melmagazine.com article and... Um, I had completely forgotten about this. And I think maybe we watched a documentary on it like a way long time ago. But there was like an actual Tiger King before Tiger King in Harlem. Mm. Do you remember this story? No. Mm. So this is this is crazy. Um, so this article, Zarin Burnett, that's who wrote it. Um Antoine Yates spent three years living peacefully inside his New York City apartment with his roommate, a 450-pound Siberian tiger named Ming. Until, that is, Ming's animal instincts kicked in and he mauled Yates in the middle of their kitchen. There. <laughs> in Harlem. He had a tiger in Harlem. That's crazy. Um, so, so apparently there was a... So there was a an anonymous 911 call mm -hmm. one day that a man in a Harlem apartment had just been attacked by a pit bull, which was a lie. Uh -huh. um, so obviously he was hiding a, the fact that there was a tiger in his apartment. Yeah. So um, the second call emphasized that the man needed urgent medical assistance. Um, so when... NYPD officers arrived. They found 37-year-old Yates on the floor, close to the fifth floor elevators, laying face up, screaming and crying in pain. His right forearm had clearly been torn open by fangs and what appeared to be claw marks. Long gashes on his leg, deep enough to expose the whiteness of his bones, like, oh. tore him up. Um... Obviously, it was found that the 450-pound Siberian tiger named Ming mauled him. Mm. Ming was like, I told you my cat box was dirty. 
Um, if I had thumbs, I'd change it myself. Yates' <laughs> <laughs> uh, downstairs neighbor later complained to police that the tiger urine often cascaded down her window. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Can you imagine? And they have a picture of this huge-ass tiger sitting in this tiny Harlem apartment. Wow. So the other tenants knew that there was a tiger in there? Um, or, I don't know that they knew that there was a tiger in there. Or did they think that the guy was pissing down the fucking... I, who, maybe, I don't know. It's crazy, <laughs> though, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So what happened? Apparently, somebody repelled down the building with a tranquilizer gun <laughs> and shot the tiger through the window wow. to obviously tranquilize them. Mm-hmm. But then when they got into the apartment, it wasn't just Ming. Um, he also had a six foot long alligator named L what? in there too. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> in this Harlem apartment, like it just blows my mind. Can you imagine the shit box that must have smelled like? Fucking <laughs> alligator shitting and <laughs> tiger shit. It's crazy. Yes, everywhere. So Yates was charged with first degree reckless endangerment along with two counts of possession of a wild anim- animal, mm-hmm. a misdemeanor charge. Um, during his initial court appearance, Yates explained his personal motivations for keeping a tiger in his apartment. He was abandoned... <laughs> They were service animals. <laughs> I know how abandonment feels. I feel heartbroken. I miss him a lot. He's like my brother, my best friend, my only friend. Which makes me really sad because like, yeah. I know how attached I am to fats. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you see him walking through the airport with his alligator? My service <laughs> animal. Yeah, he didn't say anything about <laughs> Al. What about Al, man? Al, a gator. <laughs> What's his name, Al, or it doesn't say? His... No, it's Ming and Al. Oh, it is Al? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was his name. <laughs> or her name. Mm-hmm. No, well, no, it's his name. Al. Yeah. Yeah. It could be Alice. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> or Alicia. Perfect. So apparently everything was fine until Yates introduced a sickly house cat named Shadow into the mix. <laughs> okay. Um, And Ming laid his eyes on this tiny furball of a cat mm-hmm. and got aggravated mm-hmm. and Yates stepped in front of m- the chase and Ming ended up attacking him. Mm-hmm. So that's like kind of what happened that day. Mm-hmm. He ended up taking a plea bargain in his case and served five months. And when he got out, he immediately sued to try to get Ming back, mm-hmm. but they where, shot it down. Where was Ming? In a zoo or something? So, Ming was taken to live at uh, Noah's Lost Ark Animal Sanctuary in Ohio, where he lived out the rest of his days until he passed away in October. Hmm. So, Antoine Exotic was shit out of luck. He. This is actually kind of like a really... So it's a long article. Obviously, I don't want to sit here and read the entire article, but there's kind of a lot to it. Mm. But this guy was really attached to that animal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he's heartbroken. Yeah. Um, it sounds crazy, but I can see being attached to, I don't know. 
It sounds crazy to me, but... It, well, it's absolutely crazy. Who has a tiger in their yeah. Harlem apartment? Yeah. But I guess you could get attached to any animal, really. Yeah. Right? Yeah, of course. Not just some domesticated pet. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> now that everyone's been schooled, let's play some metal. <laughs> First, we're going to listen to Deadhead from the Netherlands with the song Sunshine. Cool. And then we're going to go into Grave of Giants. Um, and this is kind of just like a quick backstory. So we got a friend request from Jason, mm-hmm. who's the vocalist and gu- guitarist mm-hmm. of Grave of Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever we get a friend request, we kind of like dive in, like, are they in any bands? Go research the band. So obviously he's in Grave of Giants, but yeah. we went and listened to Chernobyl Circus, which mm-hmm. is the song we're going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really cool avant-garde, just different, unique. Uh, we really like it, and we hope you do too. All right, and then the third song we're going to listen to is by Haunt, which um, a lot of people probably know that band. Yes, and uh, they're from California. And uh, we're going to hear "Spend a Fortune," and they do have a new release coming out in July. Yeah! 
COVID normalcy Mm -hmm. this weekend. Mm -hmm. We had the opportunity to go to the Record Archive, our favorite place to be, um, and do our own shopping. Mm -hmm. We added a couple records to our collection, and we got to see some of our friends that we haven't seen in what feels like forever. Yeah. And it was, it sounds so stupid, such a... We got to half see them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it sounds so silly and trivial just to go to the record store and be able to touch records mm. and chat with people, but it was actually very grounding for me in yeah. some weird way. Yeah, I agree. Um, so we've been kind of talking about, I don't know where everyone is and what phase they're in of this 
opening everything back up but mm-hmm. we just started phase two mm-hmm. and i believe phase four is kind of the entertainment concerts and all mm-hmm. that stuff right mm-hmm. and you and i were kind of talking about what that might potentially look like because yeah. they're not just gonna like open the floodgates and let a million people go to yeah. an arena for a show yeah so what is that what does that look like and who's impacted Mm -hmm. by it? Like, um, you know, let's take the bug jar. Mm -hmm. So the bug jar opens, they're allowed to do live shows there, Mm -hmm. but at what capacity and what are the rules around that? Right. Right. So is it only, they can only have 25% capacity. Mm -hmm. Well, that's cool and great. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's going to be a line at the door Mm. (laughs) of, first comers yeah you know trying to get in because it's only 25 percent capacity so mm-hmm. now we have a group of people standing outside mm-hmm. in close quarters yep uh there's not going to be a five dollar cover yeah if they're only operating at 25 percent yeah i don't know so they- is that going to be like a 20 dollar cover because you know the bug jar has bills to pay i know i think people maybe not all people but i think a lot more people are going to be willing to pay a $20 cover. Yeah, but what if just you can't? To do that something. sucks. Yeah, I know. I know. But I think people are like dying to do what they used to do in yeah. their previous lives. Yeah. Even I feel is. that, especially yeah. just going to the record store this weekend. Uh, yeah. Like it sounds so ridiculous, but mm-hmm. yeah, this is starting, I think, to like take a toll. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm just over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, but we'll see. Nope. I mean, glimmers of hope. Yeah. Um, and we'll just have to wait and see what they do. I don't know. Yeah. We've I been think. seeing on the news that venues are kind of um, preemptively planning and like taking seats out and providing space. Mm-hmm. So, well, I guess I we'll think, see what it looks like. Yeah. The world just can't stop. It has to somehow find a way to adapt and continue. Yeah. And I think we will. It's just a matter of when and how and what are the implications to us as concert goers and business owners and venue owner. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bands. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see it on play. But well, every day we're one step closer to figuring right. that out. That's right. And we have to remember what our friend from the Outlaw Josie Wales said, endeavor to persevere. So deep. <laughs> All right, so we have a few more songs to play. Mm -hmm. So in closing... In closing. Stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be an asshole. We are going to start with Dust Bolt from Germany with Chaos Possession. And then we're going to go into Embrace of Thorns from Greece with Stroking the Fire of Resentment. Stoking the Fire, yo. Oh, what did I say? Stroking fire. (laughs) Sorry. You creep. (laughs) And after that, we're going to hear Frozen Dreams from Sweden. (laughs) With the song, Awaken the Darkness.
This is Mama Nat, and you're listening to Grim Dystopian. Ben, keep it up, or I'm going to beat you with my dildo. And it's probably going to be the big one. 